Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real, it says it right here. your pal john reap here um it happy thursday september the 15th um normally i'm coming at you from a studio in hickory north carolina but i'm on the road uh but yeah i'm all decked out in heffern and reap huh you can get this at heffernandreap.com but yeah i'm on the road i'm in naples florida i got a show tonight Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Um, come see your boy. It's a great club. They have delicious food, and you're going to have a good time. Guaranteed. That's a John Reap guarantee. But what are you watching right now? This isn't country-ish. This is Heffron and Reap, and I'm only half of this equation. And what is Heffern and Reap? Well, it's two comedians, uh, very funny comedians. We both won last comic standing. So we like to talk about comedy, our travels, and the world of comedy. We're also lovers of the 1980s. We're 80s kids. We're men of a certain age, you know, probably like somewhere close to 50. And, um, and we just talk about that kind of stuff. It's a good time. And I think you're going to love it. Sometimes we give out uh, promo codes and we have a lot of great ideas for inventions, uh, but no follow through. But we'll come up with something awesome on this show as well. I guarantee it. But yeah, right now, Naples, Florida, come see me uh, at Off the Hook Comedy Club. Now, let's get my boy up in here. Let's introduce the co-host, Mr. John Heffron. Wonder where he's at. Let's find out where John Heffern is. I am. I don't know what to do with my studio thing. Like, it seems like I get shorter or if I just if I stand up straighter. um, You know what I mean? I don't think it's just a camera angle. You're coming in hot, coming in high, coming in like it's angled too weird. Do you think? Not weird. It's just it looks like you're shooting from above. So it just gives the illusion that you're short. But I if got you came you. down, you know. I'll figure that out in the yeah. next podcast. No, nobody cares. I technically I, look taller than you because my camera angle is coming up a little yeah, bit below eye level. Yeah, see how like look, look at this. Look, I just look like like I should be like I'm mean, like a little kid. <laughs> Mr. Hey, do you want to uh I mean let me try to fix that? So uh randomly, nice to see you. Um see you, buddy. if I do that, you see all my toys up there, and then you only see like my head, like what if we do the whole podcast like this? I feel like that's like how I talk to my mom on FaceTime. 
right? Where where you don't know. So okay, so I will just I will just do that, and it'll oh, be look, a I've thing. Got this little light right here. Can you see I have this? One of those. Yeah, I have I I have that. I got this from my girlfriend, my fiance Jody. Like she bought some like. She signed up for some service that sends you stuff in the mail like yeah. once a week, you know, like like uh, makeup stuff. And it came with this little vanity light. And now I have it. Is yeah. it, does it look, okay, here's with without it. Okay, let me look. Here's with it. Oh my God, you look it looks totally different. Like I get it now. I get it. I get okay. this. Well, I got a I got this big one. I'm gonna turn off. I'm just go dark. I got circles. Um so Random question. One nice to see. I want to ask you about uh, Naples, Florida, off the hook comedy club that you're at all, all week. I've never been. Uh, I've heard about it. Uh, I want to ask about it. But uh, randomly, right before I uh, saw you and come in and logged on, ran around my town, did some uh, errands because I'm dealing with squirrels in the walls again. Uh, and it's it's still crazy because I don't know where they're coming in from. And uh, so here's what I did. I don't. I don't want to. I hear random. I don't want to say I'm rednecky in this. Um, but is this a like a? Would this technically be a redneck move? Am I allowed to say red? Is redneck a, yeah, a thing? You're fine. Yeah, it's fine. Are you sure. So I don't even know why. Okay, is this here's a country bumpkin? Um, oh yeah, that's good too. Okay, I'll, I'll go country bumpkin. So I heard the squirrels in the walls, but I didn't, just couldn't know where. I knew they were up in the ceiling, and they'd run around, and you'd hear them kind of like flipping around and stuff like that. So I guessed the general area. So what I did, I ended up cutting. Oh, I got a little saw and cut holes in certain areas, and then I put poison in <laughs> the little holes, and then I put duct tape over the little hole hoping that they would eat the poison. If you're a PETA person right now, you're, you're going to hate this conversation, yeah. uh, but you, you have to deal with things. And then I took like a big rat trap and I, and I cut even a bigger hole and I, and I put it into the wall and closed the wall back up. Right. And then uh middle of the night, I was just kind of laying in bed. Then I heard swamp. I was like, Oh man. And then so middle of the night, then I opened up the wall and I take my flashlight and all the insulation of the house looks like confetti because the squirrels have been running around in, in the yeah. and in like eating it. So I, I got one, right? So then I got one of those old people clipper hand things where you pull the the, the <laughs> yeah, a little grabber. It's like I'm playing the claw game and yeah. I try, try to grab the dead squirrel at like one or two in the morning on a lunesta, and then I put it in a bucket. And I threw it outside and then I loaded up everything again. Then I had painters come and the painters were fixing wall and they're friends of mine. And the guy's like, the one guy goes, goes, it smells like ass right here. And he's like, you know, just in like a room that's completely clean. And, and, yeah. and he's like, it almost feels, smells like it's coming from the ceiling and just in my brain. Because I didn't, I didn't tell him why I did that. Huh? Oh my! I didn't even think about once I start killing these animals with poison in the walls that they're going to die, and then I'm oh going they're going to decompose. Yeah, don't get them out. I don't, but I can't. It's up in the ceiling, and the hole I made to put the little poison is like the smallest. It's like you know what I mean, like a pen. I just kind of stuck it in there. 
So now I don't know what to do. Now I have death walls. You know what I mean? Like yeah. already, what, a week ago, who my wife said was one of the funniest podcasts she, that she's heard when we were talking about the, the spirits and me cutting up my old mattress with a like a pocket knife, basically. But now I've taken it to another level where now there's, you know, creatures. But I don't. It, well, yeah, now you have like uh, it's like pet cemetery in your house. Well, then then we're outside. My stepdaughter was over yesterday and we went outside on the we have like two porches, one out one the screen in one. And two groundhogs were just staring right at us. One yeah. of the groundhogs ate through the wood door and was literally wow. on the screened-in porch. So I'm being attacked. I'm yeah, being attacked. you are. I don't like kind of, killing yeah. things. I don't like killing things, but I, I don't know if I should mm-hmm. unleash. Because I bought traps. That's what I was going to tell you. I went out to buy traps. But then I'm like, then if you buy traps, then I got to throw the animals in my car and drive 50 miles away. Okay. Right. Or I got to shoot them. Yep. And then I can put them outside and the coyotes and stuff will eat whatever is there anyway. So I'm kind of feeding. This is where it gets a little, you know, if you get, well, that's mean that you can do that. I'm like, well, you kill flies, don't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Flies and you can't. So it's going to, but skip everything I just told you. I ended up at a comic book store, went in there, Showed a guy a picture of some of the comic books that I showed you months ago, and, and some of them are worth a lot of money. So my question is, do you do you sell them if you think they're a lot of money? Do you do you hoard them and and hold on to them, or do you go, hey, I bought this for a dollar fifty when I was twelve, and now it's worth thirteen hundred bucks, right? Or do you waste that? Because you know, if you gave me thirteen hundred bucks. I probably wasted on something. So then I just yeah. wasted this long right. childhood memory thing. Like, so what? Right. So, so would you, let, let's say you had, or, you know, let's say I got doubles, mm-hmm. right? And I could go in and just sell, sell some for like two grand. I'm just making up um, money. That seems like a lot, but some of them are, are like worth a lot because some new TV shows coming out. I, the guy was telling me, he's like, you got that. That's going to be a TV show. What? Yeah. You can't even, that's really hard to get. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, but what would wow. you do with that two grand? Like if you sold it, like you waste it, or do you throw it back into yourself to go, okay, I sold that to do this? Do you put a down payment on a, mm-hmm. on a, I don't know. Well, let me, do? I would start by every, every, everyone's situation is probably different, like where they're at, what they're comfortable. Are they comfortable? Do they need money bad? If you don't need it right now, I yeah, would dude. hang on to it. Hang on to hang yeah. on. Wait for it to get to ten grand. You know, I wouldn't let it go till maybe it got up to eight or nine or ten. You know, who knows? Um, or it goes down and it, it's worth five bucks. It will go back yeah. down. I, I I have known nothing about comic books, but I I think they can. Do you get old? You know what oh, I mean? Oh, I did always. As time passes, they get older, so they get more valuable. That's kind of what I thought. Um, no, the guy was saying like be, because Marvel like comes out with, you know, TV shows or movies and introduce new characters. If you happen to have that co- actual comic book when they introduce them, you know, so things like get popular or get okay. worth get hmm. worse stuff just because you have the, you know, or I bet you uh, yeah. our super fan Rick Sanford the third could weigh in here. So Rick, um, leave us a comment. What should Heffron do with his comic books? I don't. I don't have much information in that world either. But 
How, how many do you have? Like, I, you had a lot. Yeah, a lot, but not not a lot that are worth a lot. You know what I mean? There's like four. There's like five probably really good ones that I you know got lucky as a little kid. So let me. I'm just gonna. Or do I give out. them to my nephews who are in third grade, fourth? You know, like no, don't no, you, you don't give them. <laughs> like, yeah, I bought them. I'm the one who rode my bike up there. Why would they get it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they gotta earn something else. How about <laughs> this? How about this? How many do you have? Let's say you've got forty. You got forty of them total. Forty comic books. Oh, and probably not a box. I there's probably a hundred. A hundred. Yeah. So what do you what do you maybe you make it like uh tops cards where like okay, so one card's worth two thousand dollars, but I'm only selling I'm gonna sell all of these and you gotta give me ten thousand dollars. Oh I, I seriously. And yeah. then you could people could be like, you know what? I know you got two two big guys in there. Yeah, that'll make get, it a mystery. Like they don't know what's in there. So I got this one. This is two grand. And you can see in this box, there's like a yeah. hundred more. So I'm gonna let this box go for ten grand. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, you can auction it off. Interesting. Maybe you yeah. buy, buy a like a lotto ticket. No, no, like a raffle. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta I'm obsessed because I started watching and, and we were talking about it earlier. There's this guy on uh YouTube. Um, and I got to pull them up. I actually watch TV on YouTube. I know you don't, but I just turn on YouTube and it suggests the next thing. And it's just, you know, the uh, algorithms. So I kind of like 30 minute segments or do you watch stuff in five minutes? Oh, like this, the, I just pulled up this guy's video, tell you his name, but this video is 20 minutes. I bet she's got other ones that are 25 um i've watched you know well rogan you know so i'll watch well he's not on youtube but i watch like 20 30 minute clips on that mm-hmm. on Serrano, i watched a video of some guy that just told you about how pulleys work last night this pulleys oh, you know you pull oh, the rope pulley. and yeah, then the, yeah. it pulls up did you know because rope is all about tension you can't push rope so i learned about that look how smart i am but this yeah. guy is called uh ben mahala Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this video, he's with uh, Mouth of the South, uh, Jimmy Hart. Uh, oh, he's okay. the guy's super rich and he does real estate investment, guys, but he's not like uh, he's hilarious. He he swears a lot, but he's not like those real estate guys that think they're like, you ever see those like Grant Cardone guys that are like, what you got to do is get 200,000 apartments. Once you get 200,000 uh, apartments, then you sell each one for 10,000. And they, like, they always talk about ways you're like, there's no way you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen, um, I know that guy. Uh, and that Grant Cardone guy. Yeah. And then you, um, well, whatever. Um, but anyway, so this guy actually sits down, the guy that I saw with a pen and, and a napkin. And goes, here's what you buy it for. Here's what you think. Here's how you you divide it by two. Blah, blah, blah. Here's your profit. And I probably watched 20 of his videos. And by the end of the night, uh, you know, took my sleeping thing. I'm like, I'm going to get my real estate license. I'm totally, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a hotel. Like, because he, he bought, like, a hotel that has, like, 100 wow. rooms in it. Like, those really crappy ones you see yeah. in Florida. <laughs> well, you yeah. know, but right next to the really nice ones. Um but wow. then I told I told my brother, and then he was like, "Or you could spend that time in your comedy career, and probably make more <laughs> money than you would trying to buy a hundred. Right. You can't even you can't even get the squirrels out of your own walls. 
And now suddenly you want to buy uh, an old hotel. hotel. Right, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a door that's been busted since I moved here. Start, start with a maintenance guy. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. like, hey, me. if you get these squirrels out of my walls, I got another job for you when I buy a hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are in Florida. You're in Naples uh, at the off uh, off the hook comedy club. Yes. So yes. Uh, I've been asked to go there. I've never have. Um, here's what I've heard: uh, Is the stage uh, annoyingly small, normal, or big? It's not annoyingly small, but it is. Ever been to a funny bone like the Toledo funny bone? Yeah. Where yeah. like it, it, where you don't understand, you're like you built an entire comedy club. Yeah. How is where the comics stand not even in in your head to think about right. when you build right. the entire like you literally are building a comedy club for it's, comics, and yeah. they, they they put the smallest state where you don't even have room to uh-huh. you like you literally are standing on three egg crates. Right. Or, you know, it's like, like it's like a John crates. Taffer from Bar Rescue came in there and was like, <laughs> "We could get eighteen more seats in here if you just took away yeah. that stupid stage." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's so um. So I, but I only see pictures there, and then it's it's a restaurant too, right? Yeah. All right. So yes, it's a Are restaurant. Eating? Yeah. Yes. Here's what. All right. How so many clubs? The, well, let me. I, not. I, I guess I am. How many clubs do you think you p- perform at that don't have food? Don't have it at all. Yeah. Not many. There's probably so, like a handful, five. The, uh, I mean, the Funny Bone on the streets of St. Charles. You you were there a couple months yeah. ago. I was just there. Uh, it was. It took me to like th- the third show where I realized why why is this crowd so attentive. Mm-hmm. And and so and why aren't I hearing just just random noise? Because they don't serve food there. I don't know yeah. if you've noticed. Um, yeah, I, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah, but but comedy clubs that don't serve food. Yeah, well, uh, and, uh, Lexington, off, Kentucky, yeah. uh, off comedy off Broadway. Yeah, it's just popcorn. Yeah. Oh no, Tampa. Tampa's just popcorn. <sighs> uh, side splitters. That's the way to do it. Like you yeah. know what I mean. Or perform but, at a theater or an arena. Right. Um, but do but you think – si- yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to answer your question about off the hook. I mean, it's technically a restaurant first. Um, this guy who owns it, uh, Captain Brian, that's his name, he's like, I'm going to – he had a he had a club at uh, Marco Island, which was bigger. It was a restaurant. I mean, he loves comedy, but – it, uh, he moved it to a different part of Naples. So it's been around a while. Um, it's one of those clubs. It's this, this crowd is they're older, right? A lot of retired mm-hmm. people in Naples, a lot of rich people in Naples. Um, a lot of Tommy Bahama. A lot of Tommy Bahama. Yeah. A lot of white hair, a lot of uh, no hair. Right. And they are very ready to have a good time. So I feel like, Old people love me because I'm coming up there and I'm I'm still Clean. talking to them like they're my age and I'm not too dirty. I'm not right. looking at them like, oh, what are you old re- people, retirees doing in here? Get out of the yeah. way. I'm like, dude, hats off to you, man. You made it. I like those jeans. You know, whatever. I treat yeah. them like they're my peer group. Um, anyway, it's it, it, the annoying part. Yes, there's a bar on the side where sometimes you'll hear them making a drink. But I think... <laughs> 
yeah, you hear that yeah. ice blender yeah, going off? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think they've toned that down. Like I don't think they do that anymore. They shut that bar down. As of the last two or three years, they, that bar gets shut down when the show starts. Um, and by the time I get up there, the food's already out there because you have the feature act that has to deal with that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yes, it is. I think that if you came here one time, it, it would take you like one or two days to get used to it. And you'd be like, this is fantastic. The people are nice. The food is fantastic. I come, yeah. I do my show, I bounce. It's real simple. You ever do Port Charlotte, Florida at uh-huh. Vasantes? Okay, so yeah, so that play, I mean, the average age of the people that show up, at least for my shows there, are 70s. I mean, if you see somebody in their 60s, you're like, oh, that's the young table. They're probably yeah. going to cause, cause trouble. But I think they appreciate it more. I think they really look at it like, oh, wow, this guy came all the way from Detroit to Florida just for us. And I'm very appreciative of this. But think guy. about what that age, and I've been thinking about that age of people a lot. Lately, the 70, my, like my dad's age in, in even older, um, my wife uh, is working with that like age group and the story she tells me about, you know, a guy she talks to who's 90 something and, um, you know, I don't want to, it's, it's her story to tell, but I just yeah. kind of think about, okay, imagine being, you know, 80 or 90 years old, right? You at, at 50. Sometimes in our heads, it's easy to go. Oh, I'm 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 older. I'm getting older. I'm in my fifties. Yeah. Okay, somebody, this guy that my wife kind of talks to that she, you know, is he's at the place that she works is ninety two, swims every day, um, and I was telling her at dinner, going, okay, think of your life that you've lived up until now. Every memory from zero to fifty, you've gone through mm-hmm. a lot of life. Now, just almost double that, right. and that's what that guy has. And he's swimming like, so whatever you think, like, oh, I went through this, and that was this phase of my life, and this. You have, like, almost that what you've lived now with technology and w- with health and doctors and medication, and if you kind of keep up on things, you can you can run that clock almost as much as we've done it now. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy to think about when you're when you're like, uh, I'm getting boy as a comic. All these young comics, they're on. Uh, I guess I'll just kind of fade away. And then you go, there's there's ninety year olds that are going to the gym, swimming, mm-hmm. doing yeah. stuff, having you know girlfriends. Like this this guy was like ninety something, um, has a girlfriend. Like I don't want to reveal too much of where my wife works or what, but but so. Uh, we'll make some of this fictitious, uh, but you know, maybe or maybe not. The guy kind of just got in trouble for putting powder on his body after he <laughs> swims, and you're not allowed to put powder on. So, if somebody came and told you, Mr. Reeb, could you not put powder on uh-huh. at in your 90 something, <laughs> wouldn't you be annoyed? Because you know, how, be like, like you know, 20 somethings annoy people 50 plus you know like people always millennials if you're 90 you're annoyed by a 65 year old like that's your that's your millennial that bugs you because they're 30 years younger than you. that's your millennial yeah some young 65 year old 65 year old doing dumb 65 year old shit and you're 90 something right 
Right? Yeah, and don't so, talk to me about powder, son. I invented <laughs> yeah, powder. I'm going to yes, put this powder yeah. on anytime I want. And then he had the, the powder, uh, you know, uh, because he had a girlfriend. And then I just started, so I started thinking, like, man, like, if you're 90-something and you, and you have a girlfriend, well, one, to even be 90-something and be out and swimming is, to me, just mm-hmm. seems amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then if, you, if you're in a relationship in your 80s, mm-hmm. a new one, a new one. Right. right, probably because unfortunately you get a certain age, your, your partner that maybe you know people start to pass and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. But like, do you do you think they still eighty somethings get in dumb relationship arguments? Do you think it ever ends, dude? Because I'm like, think about when we were sixteen. You're like, this is the I I I don't want to have this conversation with this girl. I got to go to class. This is dumb. And then you get older and then you're like, Oh, the conversation never goes away. Like, I think it does. I think it, I think, you think? It never, yeah, I'll tell you why. I no, think wait, wait, what, what do you think it does? It, do you think it goes away and then you just, or do you think eighties and 90 year olds in new relationships have the same new relationship arguments? Am I, am I making sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I can only speak from what I've seen with my mom and dad at the skilled nursing facility. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, my mom and dad have been together uh, over 50-some years, maybe 60-something. I don't know. I mean, my dad's 77. My mom is 72. They got married in their, what, what, 20s or something. So they've been together forever. Um, And I'm amazed at the conversations that they still have and, and the bicker, the bickering that happens. Like I sit back and go like, this is, this is an argument that I would have had, you know, 20 years ago. And now they're still having this same argument. And I stop sometimes and I have to, and I love my mom very much. I have to pull her aside sometimes and go like, why, why are you even engaging in this argument? I mean, you just, First of all, he's got brain damage. So so you're arguing with someone who maybe doesn't even understand what's happening. Right. So I don't understand why it happened. It happens a lot with them. So I think it will happen now if it's a new relationship at that yeah. age. Yeah, that's um, what I'm fascinated. Yeah, about. I'm not sure. Like how, uh, I would, how yeah. is it the same? Like, I, I guess I don't know why I'm thinking it would be different. But if you're 80-something, okay, I'm and I want to put it to that age because – like I, I, I understand 60. I have friends that are literally turning 60. So now, I mean, 60 year old, if I asked you when you're 20, that's, you might as well be a hundred and hundred and fifty. Yeah. But like 60, you go, no, I know a lot of people that are in their sixties that look pretty young and they kind of look like, so you start to get it. So maybe I'm way off on seventies. My dad golfs every single day and, yeah. and goes out as much as probably I did in my twenties. Yeah. Right. And he's in his 70s. So maybe I'm just completely off on this. That's why 80s seem like a whole different like realm to me. Like it seems. Yeah. But if you take 80s is where I just don't curves. understand that age. Like I get like, OK, 50s you get. You're like, I don't know. I kind of okay. feel the same way I did when I was in my 30s, to be honest with you. Well, I mean, like, mentally, you mean? Yeah. 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 But 80s, like if you live in a retirement you know, not even a, a, a like a hospital type scenario. They have these like don't like the villages down in Florida. They have these right. basically dorm rooms for older people. Right. 
So put you at that age and you're 80 and you meet somebody at the movie night or ice cream social or the line dance, whatever, whatever. I'm just curious of how the, all that goes. I think it's exactly the same. The more that we sit here and talked about it, the more <laughs> I've started thinking, nothing changes. Like it's starting all over again. So the exact same anxiety that you would get from meeting someone is the exact same anxiety you would have got when you were 16. Same thing probably happens. Um, same courting probably happens. I mean, it might be different that they're not doing it on Snapchat. You know, they're doing it face to face like they used to do it. Um, my question is, I think a lot of it has to do with the ability. If the ability for sex is still on the table. Well, now, at what age? I mean, we have drugs. Yeah. But at some point, uh, maybe that don't that that won't work. Well, you know, in this this statistic comes up all the time that there's in most nursing homes or or these these living places. Because when I think older people going to live somewhere, I automatically think it's because they need help and they're kind of in a hospital thing. There's a right. whole different realm of where people are just eighty five and healthy, and they don't need you know they you know super assistance. They're fine. They're not in uh, and in those type places, STDs are higher than. <laughs> That are higher than most right. college campuses. Right. Yeah. They're getting it so, all. They're not protecting so themselves. They haven't figured out. Like so so sex is on the table. So if that if that's part of it, then I would imagine that they're uh the same feelings that you would get in a new relationship in your twenties are the same feelings you would get in your eighties, you know, if sex exactly. is on the table. Because if sex wasn't on the table, it might be like I'm just gonna meet a friend, you know. But yeah. if sex is on the table, like, oh, I want this girl to like me. I'm going to put my cologne on. I'm going to make sure I shave. And, you know, the whole grooming part part of it um, and what you'd expect that person to do uh, would be do you, part of do it. Do you think at 80, and we are, the, you know, we are so not um, uh, experts on being 80 because we're, we are, and I say this all the time, John, we are uh, adolescent old age. We are freshman mm -hmm. class old age. Right. <laughs> right. So if old age was a yeah. high school, mm -hmm. this is me and you. We just maybe we're at orientation. Right. Exactly. And then we start we start classes on right. old age and we and we start. So we're not we're not seniors. Yeah. You know, no. we're not. We're, we're freshman class of old age. So I don't know yet. Um, But at 80, is, is there jealousy in a new relationship at 80? Yes. Oh, you don't think that ever goes away? No, not well. You're saying new relationship. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm. I'm just making a uh, scenario to to stick with it. Like, not somebody who you know who's probably with somebody, or, or who knows. Some of these people could have been married five times. You know, but I'm just yeah. I'm just making up a made up couple that is 80 years old that met right. at at uh, pickleball, and yeah. uh, and now like what what happens moving forward? You have to See, then. Yeah introduce yeah. them to your kids which are going to be 50s or 60s mm -hmm. <laughs> right nice. like it, like if you're 80 you, you probably I think okay I have a theory I think that uh, maturity happens in humans on a curve so we start off really immature right and then we we get more mature as life goes on but I think it peaks and it starts going back down. Because and I used to think it would just go straight up. Like the older you get, the more wise and mature and like tolerant you are. 
But I think at a certain point, you're like, some people are like, hell no, I'm not caving in anymore. I've caved in or I've yeah. you know, acquiesced my whole life. I'm old now, so I'm going to boss people around, which is kind of an immature thing to do. So I think it kind of goes back down the older you get. So Almost like time, Benjamin Buttons. Yeah. Right? Like but, it's a but, full just, but they don't. But see, the body needs to match the brain on that one. Yeah. yeah I would yeah, love yeah. that. Uh, see, my perfect world is everybody lives, I'm going to say, 200 years. Okay? Okay. Now, we start off and we age slowly. So by the time you're 100, you look like you're 50. Gotcha. And then it goes and then it goes the other way. When it hits 50, you start aging in reverse, like Benjamin Button. So by the uh, time you're uh, uh, 150, you're like 15 again. Yeah. And now you have all this wisdom and this young body again. Yeah. And then you just shrivel up into like an egg and, and die. I mean, that's, I think with technology and stuff like, yeah, the, the, the sex thing, right? They can take pills but with even hormone replacement right an 80 year old can go and get fill up with as much testosterone as he had when he was 16 like that's not even and that's the thing that kind of makes you feel older and you start to not have your thing but those you know and that's just now like 20 10 years from now there's going to be like testosterone gummies you're just going to take take it all in why not do a cycle of steroids at, at 70? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, go like, for it. Why? Like, at what, what point? Like, what are you? Uh, I got to. Well, there's a lot of side effects. Yeah. That usually happened 40 years after taking it. My dad and I have gotten in arguments with people <laughs> at the nursing home about stuff like that. He's like, bring, bring me some. Like, he wanted, uh, he wanted steroids. He asked me for steroids. I said, I don't know where to get steroids. I've never even seen a steroid. I don't know what it looks like. I wouldn't know who to ask. Right. But but I agree with you. If I had one, I'd hand it to you because why not at your age? I'll, what's it going to do? You're already, you're already sitting here. You can't move. Maybe they'll make you a little bit happier. I don't know. But I, I, I don't, I don't mind. I don't know why they deny people in that situation any drug they want <laughs> you know yeah there there is yeah when my mom was in the thing i'd always look at the nurse i'm like yeah you just give it a little bit more morphine why don't we yeah. technically i'm like well she's dying like who who just cares feel good right now. yeah i'm gonna yeah uh there should be drug dealers just for that scenario like if, if i'm in that scenario i'm i'm rolling in deep with as much stuff as i can bring and the Dude, second the nurse looks away, here. I'm taking handfuls of fun stuff. If that is a market, you know what I mean? Out there, there's a demand, <laughs> but there is no supply. And now you're talking about maturity levels, older people. There's got to be a, an older drug dealer. Why are all the drug dealers these young kids that we have to meet on the street corner somewhere? Well, yeah, the, well, the older drug dealers are like the Pfizer's and stuff like that. But, but I mean, illegally black market, like it is now. Well, you don't have to pay, go through your subscription. You don't have to pay a pharmacist. You don't have to go yeah. through your insurance. You know, you got a little extra cash. You, you call uh, Carl. What, what what would be an older, <laughs> like an eighty year old, if you were to do something? 
what would you do? Like their health, the health risk would be kind of high. You couldn't do anything that's going to get your heart rate up, or you're going to, you know, what I mean, well, I, would, I mean, you're, you're the, what you want. They got to come up with a dish. They should come up with yeah. There should be a recreational drug. I guess pot would be the closest thing, but for for like eighty plus, yeah. We're, it's well, not like cocaine. It's it's not like ecstasy or or figure it out. Make something I, I that's would, all of that. I would say, yeah, I, they need a new drug for that age group. <laughs> I agree, but I think the closest thing you got there is you might just want Gummies. ecstasy, a gummy you ecstasy. Do, you couldn't do that at eighty, or could you? Well, no, those guys not. though, those guys, an eighty-year-old guy was probably what's the math on that? Was twenty or thirty during the seventies? So they already did every like they've already they a lot sampled a lot of stuff. Yeah, like stuff that doesn't that. even exist anymore. Like yeah, like quaaludes. Quaaludes. Uh, when I worked with Danny Bonaduce doing radio, he always brought up quaaludes, and I was mm. fascinated. And he would tell stories, and you're just like, why did that go? Like, why did that go away? Like, I don't understand. Like, if it was so, or I heard how you know Howard certain people talking about it. Uh, I don't even know what they look like, yeah. uh, and I don't even know what they did to you. But everybody did that. I think yeah. it made you just lay around. Like, I don't think it was energy. I don't think it was feel goody. I think it was maybe like a, the pre, like the first uh, origin story of like Xanax, maybe. I don't know. No I, idea. I don't know. That looking, scene, uh, all I, I think of the scene from the Wolf of Wall Street when they were uh, taking the quaaludes and it, it took too many and they kicked in and they were trying to. Oh, yeah. Uh, when they were like crawling. <laughs> On the, on the get off the phone <laughs> yeah, yeah and he's crawling yeah that's a good uh, scene oh uh, who knows man maybe maybe i mean we're not inventing anything maybe if you like are rolling at a retirement community there there's you know there's always well, there's already think, those guys you know you think there's already like black market illegal drug dealers i don't know if it's illegal home? but like it's like Chocolate. I mean, it could be some weird thing that you just, you know, that you're just not allowed well, to have. The thing is, they 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 keep such tabs on it because when I, I watch him when I'm visiting my dad, because he gets a pill, I think maybe one or, once or two, maybe two or three times a day or whatever, if like uh, oxycotton or something, you know, something like that. And they'll come in there, and the pill is in a tiny little cup, mm-hmm. and they they walk it to him. And they they hand it to him, and they go do it right now. He's got to do it, and then they walk out of the room. It's not like, oh, here's a bottle. I'll just sit right here. You take one whenever <laughs> you feel like it. You know, they're very regimented. So I think we need a guy. We need another guy who's like, you know, dealing. They're they're only going to give you one. How many you need? You know, <laughs> that's what we need. We need like that guy. And what what would that guy look like? Does he work for the nursing home? Is he some guy who's like? in the nursing home but he has access to drugs because his son is a drug dealer as well i picture it like if we were to do it like as the um you know like a 90210 type show but but for people in their (laughs) 80s you know what i mean uh uh, i picture if we were to do a drug dealer character of the they should old- do that. They should wait for all these characters to get eighty, and then do nine hundred two one zero again. Yeah, like everybody moves into the same yeah, yeah condo yeah. park. Wait that long, and then yeah. come back. That's when you come back. I'd watch that now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're all. Uh, I picture it like a woman, like uh, just a very flamboyant, 
like woman like who wears like bright bright colored stuff and a lot of uh you know jangly wrist like bracelets and she keeps it all in a purse and she's got a purse and when you we show up at her house and and you ask for your thing she goes through uh each bottle because she can't read it and then the deal is she she has so many drugs because she's been married seven times yeah. And it was all her ex-husbands. Yeah. Every one of her ex-husband had all these scripts. Uh-huh. So then she amassed this huge amount. She just let keep coming in. <laughs> yeah. I see her. Oh, too. that's she's, a great character. Yeah. Yeah. So then, she's got the little compartments that have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> and she just goes, and then all these dudes and, and women show up. And you know, there's one guy now, who shows is she, up. Is she uh uh like a, does she live in the nursing home or does she just visit? I think she lives there. Yeah, I like but it. She kind of, but she kind of resident. Yeah, but she kind of runs it. Uh huh. You know, like she had, uh, she kind of runs it. Yeah. And people go to her if they have problems. Like people will go to her and be like, "Hey, Cheryl, in 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 seventeen B, plays plays the news too loud. I really need to go to uh-huh. sleep." And then I so this woman me. is like stops by Cheryl's and it's like. We're gonna need that. We're gonna need the time. huh? We're gonna need the what? what? And then <laughs> and then the next scene, you see all the like the orderly people running in, and that seventeen B isn't waking up. Well, if if it's our first, if, if it's the first yeah. uh, season, first show, we got to kill off. We we got it. We got to say it. Like yeah. Yeah, there are we, murders we gotta, in the building, like Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah, so somebody's somebody's got to go. But I, yeah, I see her with just all her like, ex-husband's uh, scripts. When when you were describing this lady, I was thinking of the wife of uh, Mr. Roper from Three's Company. Yes, yeah, mixed in with like uh, uh, Al Bundy's wife. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, now that's yeah. that's if we go the female version, okay. Now, yeah. if we if we go the male version of this, I think it's somebody like um, John Goodman from that movie Airplane. Remember when Denzel Washington uh, flew the plane upside down? Yeah, but he was a big alcoholic uh, and also did some coke and had to go hide for a little while. But he his buddy John Goodman was his drug dealer that showed up with like a tackle box full of stuff. Like, how do you want to feel today? Like, like he had everything. Um, yeah. If they had to smuggle it in or you could do it. Yeah. And whoever does it like dresses maybe if it's an outside person here, here's how you get all the contraband in. So let's say the nursing home type place is super kind of strict. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, almost not like a prison, but just, you know, you got to sign in every time you come in. Right. No kids are allowed after like there's a kind of a lot of rules where somebody just it always gets delivered in Amazon Prime boxes. Yeah. Somebody fake gets oh. the box. So then when the Amazon guy comes in, mm-hmm. this guy puts his supplies in the Amazon box. Right. So that way it gets past the front desk people who sign people in and then it goes to whoever our character will be. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the lunchroom. You know, it's kind of like Oz. We're kind of thinking like this is oh, a, right. like if Oz was a retirement community, if 90210 met Oz at a retirement community. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but, but you don't have to sneak anything in your butt. You know, I think. No, they, they can, just, yeah, yeah, they just, you know, walk in. They do just put it in their pants, you know. The other people, like nobody's. The, ex- the more expecting. that you talk about this, the more I kind of want to 
do it. Like, what if you dad. did a? Oh, dude, we come up with a lot of good movie ideas. You know, so Children of the Corn is obviously they've had to have done this as a scary movie. They had to have. Uh, but if Children of the Corn, remember that was kids ran around and they and they killed everybody. They killed old people, right? It was yeah. a whole town ran by the kids and they killed old people. What if these older people? All right, this now we've turned this into a scary movie. It's no longer a fun kind of weekly soap mm-hmm. opera fun thing. Now we're making full on the re, uh, we'll call it like Greenville, vi- like Greenville mm-hmm. Village, some village because the okay. word village can always get. Yeah. And it's retirees that live in this place and they start to kill everybody under a certain age. Yeah. So everybody, it's like Logan's run from the 70s was everybody over 30 died because mm-hmm. they didn't want anybody. I mean, I, did you remember that movie the, uh, from the 70s? No, I, I've heard, I know the title, but I didn't see it. So. so everybody over 30 died. And then so the cops, when you turn 30, these cops would come and get you and then they'd kill you. Well, one of the cops turns 30 and then okay. all his friends have to come and get him. And then wow. they, and then, then it's a whole thing. Uh, but we do the reverse of that where these retirees mm-hmm. kill everybody under 50. Oh yeah. They, they've had enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, and they can't explain why so, all these people are dying. So are we incorporating like a crazy drug that's brought into the old nursing home that gives them the youthful energy to be able to run oh around and God. murder people. Dude, this is, yes. It's some type of, we, we make up like a limitless. Remember that? You've seen that movie? Yeah. So yeah. it's like limitless. Somebody makes it up for if you're older. It's like almost an instant steroid where you okay. feel, you, you almost get like your superpowers for a second or you 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 don't get superpowers, but you don't feel 80 anymore. You feel right. like you're in your 30s. You feel yeah. like you have muscles and you can shove right. people. Oh, Gets yeah. Clarity helps you with your vision, just like Limitless. But they do yeah, it yeah, for yeah. older people. Yeah. Um. And mm. yeah, and this thing's supposed to be the drug will be for people who are about to pass. You know, you're about to like pass. You get this drug. So, you know, when you go out into the world, but then somebody finds out if you take it with this before you die. You, uh-huh. you get like a half hour of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then they take, dude, this movie we're coming up with. Then they take it and then they start just wasting people that come and in. And it starts with like one. Because they just want more pudding or something. Right. There's just... one grudge. One grudge that happens. Some uh, younger nurse was an <laughs> asshole. Because this is this happens as reports of elder abuse all the time. Like, uh, you know, someone. Because the elderly people sometimes they get grabby or they just run their mouth, and the younger people get mad and just smack them, you know. Yeah. And maybe there's a there's a hidden camera in one of the rooms, and we, we recorded that there was elder abuse going on, and uh, and oh, then they dude. take the drug and then they snap and they kill that person. And then they got to figure out how to hide the body, and then but they and they get they do it. They somehow figure it out. Maybe they take it to the morgue dude. section of the place. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, so you have everybody on this one floor. Yeah, there, there's somebody, a nurse, who you kind of set it up where you're like, this Evil woman nurse. needs to die. Yeah, you're like, oh, man, I'm not going to feel sorry. And then one guy's like, hey, can I swim? And she's like, you know, the pool is closed at 7. And she gets a little pushy. <laughs> yeah. And this dude was just, you know. He's like, well, if I was 30 again, by God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. it's a dude nurse. And then she yeah. takes it. And then it's off. They kill her. 
and then and it's an accident. Out. It's an accident. They didn't yeah. know they had the power. Shoves her, hit, hits her head on something. We we see the steel plate, uh, a thing fall. We see all the pills and the little cups fall to the ground. And then everyone on that floor comes in and they like grab it. They grab the pills <laughs> off the floor and they kind of scatter back in their rooms. Yeah. And then they're trying to figure out what are we going to do. But then, uh, so when the cops show up, everybody suddenly has like dementia and is like, I don't, what? Oh, Who was I, here? I don't it, remember. I don't remember. Yeah, like everybody's yeah. just like, I didn't even, I couldn't, I don't. Who are you? Like they just start really playing into that they're old. But they're it, actually. Exactly. It's kind of like, remember Cocoon? Yeah. So yeah. if Cocoon was a scary, evil twist to it, you know, Cocoon was all about. Oh, isn't that nice? These these young people and these old people feel young again. That's sweet. But we're gonna do it like yeah. no, they're gonna murder. No, they're people. done. They they're so sick of our music. They're so yeah. sick of just you know just right. whatever. Yeah, and then ah. then and then they all go out and they start. Yeah, you make it almost like a. Yeah, you add a little bit of John Wick in there. Can you imagine? If you saw, right, <laughs> yeah. like like they're. Yeah, I mean you, you've seen and- those move. Those movies like Red, you see that with Bruce Willis? Have you seen like Red? There's Red too. Oh, I know of it, but I haven't seen that one either. Dude, you have to watch them. They're so good. Okay. They're All they're right. older assassins, and it's okay. so good. Like the yeah, uh, and the and they meet back up. Oh wow! Um, I'm trying to look up this movie that I saw that was by M Night Shyamalan, and it was basically. Oh. Not the village. Old. It's just. It's not called old. Oh man. Oh, the, I visit. Knew the, the visit. Oh, this the visit. It's already exists. Almost, no. 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 This doesn't exist. But I'm saying, <laughs> since we're going, since we're going, horror, scary, creepy, we put a twist in there, like an M. Night Shyamalan always has a twist. Um, and you know, old people can be scary and creepy to young people. And that's the whole show is uh, the whole movie. The visit kind of plays off of that, you know, about like the creepiness of, of old people sometimes. Like, don't be a weirdo, creepy person. But so we, but we put a twist in there, like in Night Shyamalan's. What I'm thinking. I don't know what the twist is. Um, but but then you, you could like yeah right. So then we don't know if we are or if we either fans are rooting for these old people who are starting to kill people. Or is it worth it? Or the drug just makes them scary and it's just scary. Um, but then they leave the retirement village, right? They've okay. kind of they've figured out a way, almost, you know, like the mafia. They figured out how to get rid of bodies. Here's what they do. They kind of new younger people come in. And as long as the younger people are cool and nobody's kind of, a you know, nobody's kind of an asshole. Nobody dies. They just they're not murders. They don't go around and just stab everybody. Right. But then. Like the, all the restaurants during COVID, nobody was working at them. They all get jobs at like a like a McDonald's type place. Oh, these people are in the same place. Town. And, and they, they take they, over. And then then these all other old people. They, they, other yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, and then they're in the hamburger place. And then they're kind of then then we get crappy orders. They kind of then it just starts expanding until eventually the the government's got to surround the town. Uh, because there's, you know, I want to put a, a scene just- in there, a scene where it's like you've heard uh, "kill him with kindness," right? You've heard that before. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. I want that to be an aspect of it where they they were brought up with manners and respect for their elders and they're getting mad because this younger generation is not doing that. So as they're stabbing a young person, they're, they're smiling and they're like, I'm sorry you did this to you. I have to put, you know, like they're still nice. About oh, when that like <laughs> creepy grandma creepy. voice, it's like, yeah. you're just, Oh, it's like the cutest thing. Swamp, <laughs> swamp, swamp. But they kill you. Maybe like stabbing. Like if you heard that, you're like, that sounds horrible. You get them like one guy just kills people with his cane. He's got like one of those canes you can't knock down. So yeah. that's how you can spin it. He smacks oh, yeah. it. Uh, yeah. One lady has those brooches, like, you know, different animals. And she takes it off her thing. Like everybody almost has like an old person superpower. Oh, I love it. Yeah, there's a hat that's got blades on it, like odd job. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It. it just old guys just, you know, slip on, shoot. You just, that's just how one guy just runs people over in his electric scooter thing. Oh, yeah. I like, everyone's got to, everyone, like, you just see it. Like, you, can you imagine, that's the scary part. It's you're coming down a hall, it's super dark, and somebody just like, somebody in their 40s just got wasted, right? They're all just full of blood, and they're just, you just <laughs> see blood as they're like trying to army crawl down this hallway that's pitch dark. And all of a sudden, uh, we cut to a long scene of this dark hallway, and then you see this really little light from a scooter just go, kunk. Turn off. And that's all you see. Like Christine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just said you just see that one little light at just the end of the hallway. Oh, maybe, just, maybe, uh, maybe the old cars come back to life because the old cars are getting mad at these electric cars. Yeah. And, and then you have the, the bloody person. They, they see the light come on from the scooter and they're like, Fah. and they go to turn around and keep in mind it's all pitch dark. Uh, and then you hear just. Janice's jingling of those bracelets she wears. You just hear jing, jing, jing. So it's all just noises at this point. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's right? like, yeah. like some old song. Some old song from the 30s. <laughs> I love Dude. it. My, yeah, my computer. Alan, like the whole. Um, my computer has looked like. Alan, the movie. Uh, the, I don't know what John just uh, said. Oh, uh, nice butt. Nice shorts. We're talking about uh, maybe the greatest old guy movie ever or old person movie. And then John Reap stands up and reveals um, maybe the oldest guy's pairs of shorts. So we have to put a character in there who is actually wearing shorts. Like, uh, Alan, if you're there, um, I don't even know if you are. What do you, your, your big movie um even though I can hear myself back a little. You're a big movie guy. What, what, what do you think of our ideas so far? You playing it out? Like there's some good there's some good notes. Like it seems you'd shoot it in a it'd be easy to shoot because you'd be in like the one wing of yeah. We'll just make a whole generation scared of old people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just. Yeah, I I see it like, you know, how, um, what's that uh, movie? The the guy from Key and Peele who started making a bunch of scary movies. Yeah. um, uh, About. John, we have two. Yeah. 
We have two what? No, we have two scary movies now. We have two scary movies. We have this one, and then we have the sleep study one. It, right. We could literally shoot both of them in the same exact building because they would right. take place in the same. So we just we just need we need funding. We need to get a hold of John Snyder. We need to go find an old. And we will uh, shoot it. Village retirement home that has been shut down, but the infrastructure is still there. Yeah. And we just rent it out for like a month and shoot this. We thing. got two scary movies, same exact location. We can use the same actors. We can, we can shoot double. We can have like literally. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna so what are we going to be? We're, we're 50. Are we going to be the, are we, are we the young old people or the old young people? You know what I'm saying? Like we're 50. We're on the, are we the freshman oh. class? I mean, are we in it? You know what I mean? That's what I'm wondering. Are yeah. We in this I think. Yeah. So I think we'd have to think that out. Like we are in it. Like when we get funding for this and shoot it, we're in it. But somehow we, we show up there together. I don't know why. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, we're like, we'd be too young at our age. Maybe we're the one who's. We gotta be cops, dude. <laughs> right. Oh, and that's the thing. They like cops. They just don't like because yeah. well, they like uh, they like they're okay with our age because we're with a new with a brand new old people. Yeah. So they spare us, but if you're under fifty, you're fair game. Yeah. So fifty's a cutoff, and we're fifty, so we're fine. And maybe we're cops. And maybe we come investigate something. Um, we could be. Now I think we're too old to be the drug supplier. Like I, I was envisioning some kid, like who uh, hustles drugs on the street. You know, he's a coke dealer. He's whatever. We, but he also we, has access to other drugs, and he supplies that drug to his mom, who is the one in the nursing home that has. No, no, because she had prescriptions. I like that one better. She had prescriptions. From yeah. our ex-husband yeah, that now yeah. we don't know yeah. if, if she actually, like, why did she have seven husbands and why they all are no oh, longer yeah, with that's us, a whole other thing. Right? So it's a whole side thing. But you got to introduce some futuristic drug that doesn't exist yet, makes it fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, like, it, it makes these guys crazy. And then we either have to visit somebody, yeah, or do you want to, we, we're too, we, we could be older guys. We could be like the John Wicks. We're in the t- like younger end, mm-hmm. but it's not a rest home. It's is, are people sick that are in this wing? It's not like I a hospital. More, I think it's more at stake if it's a nursing home, because then you got guys who are in wheelchairs. All of a sudden, they pop up and they're whipping ass, as opposed to someone who just looks old and now can whip ass. I so think a nursing the stakes home. are higher. The stakes yeah. are higher if it's a nursing home. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a nursing home. Or you just, okay, I'm going to switch it up here. No. Nursing home, but to make it them likable, you do it like all, uh, I mean, Ethan Hawke, there was all these movies where he had to protect the the jail. Like they had a prisoner that was in this jail, and then all the Russians were coming to get that prisoner, so they had to defend this thing. So you have all the nursing home people in this nursing home. Everybody who works there are, are shady. They're shaving money off from this city. They're they're you know being assholes to the people in the like. So everybody who works there are kind of like bad Russian, n- not like like mafia t- ish type people. So yeah. we kind of we're not fans of really anybody who worked there because they let the air conditioning run 
for like no air conditioning and it's 90 yeah. degrees and they don't fix it all summer. Yeah, so you kind of yeah. see this horrible, like how they treat everybody. The food looks like slop. Yeah. And then somehow this drug gets kind of kicked in. Right. So his like grandkid leaves the drug around or something. Somebody visits and then it's yeah. this new form of ecstasy that's out. But that, you know, and one of the older people take it thinking that's their sleeping medication. Yeah, yeah. They think it's their sleeping medication. And then they beat the shit out of one of the, the people. And then everybody on the floor takes it. And then they literally take over this entire thing. Yeah. yeah. And the village <laughs> is called Shady, Sh- Shady Villages. Yeah, or or shitty acres, and you just you just make it John Wickish, (laughs) but with but just old people, like you don't even, you know, because it's opposite when you see older people fighting in movies. You're like, oh, like Keanu Reeves, I still buy. Like I'll buy that. I they can do John Wick until he's seventy. I'm like, I'm down. Yeah. Um, but to see somebody who looks though, we gotta make sure our actors aren't just younger people that they kind of we I want they have to look you know the age and they just beat and then then yeah <laughs> I love it all right so all that's right. the second film now uh leave it in the comment section now we what need two hundred thousand dollars from everybody listening if you like to be part of it we'll put you as We're a producer. start up a GoFundMe page <laughs> if you want to be in the film a donation of two thousand dollars will get you as an extra somewhere uh, but yeah, now I got to tell my manager that because he actually uh, he came to see me in Oxnard, and he wants me to write a script. Uh, but really, just back home, hanging out with dad, you know, the stroke and all that stuff. Yeah, but this could be a side, you it's know, a side hustle, dude. I mean, yeah. people crank out scary movies all the time. We're gonna miss yeah. this Halloween season, but you know, yeah, let's just <laughs> fucking shoot it, man. Let's just do it ourselves, dude. It's a great story. We just I, I know like three stunt coordinators. I already know like it the fighting and it's gonna be the best part. Okay, let's ask the audience. Do you know we need a location scout? Do you know <laughs> of an old nursing home that is shut down? It's not there anymore, but the building's there or something like that. If you do holler at us, let us know where it is. Um, and if we get John, I know we're going, but how much um, money do we, do we need? I don't even know how we figure this out. Yeah. The only movie I was going to look up that guy I told you in the very beginning, the real estate guy. He yeah. knew somebody who was paying for a storage unit that was paying like for three storage units. And then he convinced the guy just buy a building and throw your mm-hmm. crap in this building because you're paying the same amount. Right. You're in the storage yeah. unit than you would if you just own this thing and you just throw your crap in it and don't even ever do anything. So yeah. maybe we look for an old retirement uh, building like that and we just buy that thing, dude. We baller just it up. Buy it. We, we buy it. it. We pay storage. it. We shoot, we, we shoot the whole movie and then we sell it at the end. We resell it when we're done using it. Oh, and we make money on the selling of the building but not the movie. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, we got to go. Get on that, everybody. That's your homework. Uh, we also have homework. Maybe they sell the building and then they end up killing everybody and don't tell anyone that it's sold. So they kind of live on their own island in this place that is just un, like nobody really owns it or is checking up on them. When you, you're talking about the, the. Okay, now the, I'm changing up too much. Okay. Well, I, well, I thought maybe in 
I had a thought, I don't know, same as you, but uh, kind of like uh, breaking two electric boogaloo, they were going <laughs> to shut down and then they have the a, thing had and a, they had to raise money to buy it. So maybe these nursing, maybe that's part of the story. It was like, well, they were going to sell and shut down our nursing home, even though we don't love it. We feel like we could fix it up if we owned it. Yeah. Uh, but first, they're going to kill all these people. Then they kill them, and Good. then they then they start selling drugs, and they make money, and then they buy the actual nursing home and fix it up. And now it's a place that everyone wants to be because it's like a utopia. And then we cut away. We see like a big long shot, like Fields of Dreams, but it's just everybody on those scooters. You just see like miles yeah. and miles of old people on those uh, little scooters, they're, they're flocking towards the new utopia. Yeah, yeah, trying <laughs> trying to get in. All right, dude. All right, man. Uh, go see uh, John Heffron. Uh, wait, D.C., you already did. No, uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, make sure you check that out. Also, don't forget, my grandma makes. Go to Amazon um, if you want to check out all the children's books. Me and my wife did. They're yeah. crushing it. Uh, get your kid a book. Don't don't, don't be an asshole. We'll teach right. your kid Christmas to read. Christmas is around the corner. Uh-huh. It's coming Start around. doing stuff. Hefferdandreap.com. I'm in Naples. Uh, for, for John Heffron, I am John Reap. We will see you next time. Take us out, Rick Sanford III. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap. Have low self-esteem So please validate them by ranking them And making them seen So no matter what you do